So, Bobby. So, Jason. So, guess what we're going to do today? Drink. Well, I mean, that's every day. (laughs) But today, we're doing the inaugural Q&A episode that I have just 10 minutes ago coined the Circle After Hours, where we answer the questions we've gotten from social media or personal interaction. So, for our next uh, the circle after hours please feel free to reach out to us on social media or on your favorite podcast platform bobby uh, i'm i gotta be honest with you i'm pretty excited to be able to get to this point with this monstrosity that we have made so i thought we was gonna call it the happy hour i mean you know there, there's there's so many other podcasts that already have that name you know so okay well fair enough we're kind of in a box here yeah well you know well, so much we can do, huh? Exactly. What's in the bags? What's in the bags? What's in the bags? All right, Bobby. Without further ado, we'll go ahead and jump into some of the questions that we've gotten. So the first question being, if you believe in ghosts, what made you believe? And I'll let you go ahead and take the, the helm on that one. Now you're going to make me go first? Mm-hmm. So I was probably in third, fourth grade. Um, I had something that happened at the house my parents actually still currently live in where my bedroom that I shared my brother at the time and my sister's bedroom like right next to each other and nobody was close to my sister's door my sister was like in her bed and her door wouldn't close all the way and her door would have slung open and slammed shut and nobody could figure out and it's been closing completely all the way ever since um so that was like the first experience that i kind of had and then nothing else really happened besides like that same house like you can hear like cups sitting down on the counter and cabinets opening closing like they bang against um the count like the wall i guess like where the cabinets close uh, so, I didn't really think much of it, and then I was probably junior, senior in high school, and I would wake up every now and then hearing, like, a little girl laugh, and couldn't really figure out why I kept hearing that, and so, finally, my brother and sister actually came back home, and we're all sitting at dinner one night, and we're talking about it, and I was like, you know, my room's kind of creepy, uh, I feel like there's always somebody watching me from my closet. It's a big walk-in closet, and it's like super dark, and it's in the corner. So I always feel like there's somebody watching me from there. My brother and sister just kind of look at each other, and they look at me, and I was like, have we not told you what we saw? <laughs> and apparently they saw a little girl floating, singing Ring Around the Rosie. And that was like before I was born. I guess that's like the main reason I believe just because like there's so many things that happen that you can't explain that I guess that's the closest thing you can think of that would be reasonable. Hmm. So Jason, why do you believe? I mean, I, before before we even get to that, I was gonna ask. You know, you don't even want to touch on your former roommate when me and you were roommates. You know, bets as as we coined them. Wait, do I? <laughs> the the ghost that we said used to live in your room. We we nicknamed him Bets. Oh, <laughs> um, at the old house in Florence. Yeah. So <laughs> that was actually like super weird what happened there. So like a lot of times we would be like standing in the kitchen or in the living room. And that's like a long house. Like you walk in kitchen uh, to your right with a dining room like right in front of it. And then you get the living room to the left. We always hung out in like either the kitchen or the dining room. Just kind of like looking over to the living room. And then you would just hear somebody walking around my my bedroom. You're like, what is that noise? You'd walk back there, be nothing. And then I could be sitting in my room, like, watching TV or, like, messing with my computer or something like that. And it sounded like somebody's walking right beside me. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know, nah, it's probably just house settling, whatever. <laughs> whenever it's vibrating the whole floor, you kind of have to say it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> In, in, in the something that we've kind of discussed too is 
it was really active, you know, when me and you were living together. And then I, I swear up and down as, as soon as you moved out, like that quit happening. And we've talked to, you know, about how the house you currently live in, in Kentucky, you know, some, some weird happenstances have happened and, you know, potentially you're, 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 you are haunted, you know, not the, the mean, places you go to. I mean, I, I could be, you know, I'm not going to throw it out there. But I do have a witness in here with me right now, too, that we were downstairs watching a movie, and, you know, she's, like, starting to doze off a little bit, and all of a sudden she jumps up, and I was like, who's here? Who is in your house? My house. I'm like, I'm like you're fine. It's just my neighbor. You know, she's up moving around. Like, it's fine. And then I finally told her, I was like, yeah, my neighbor wasn't even home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're fine, but I hear it all the time, too. Um, especially sometimes whenever I go to bed. I'm waiting in bed, it sounds like somebody's walking around my kitchen. Um, and then, actually, the other day, I was sitting on the phone with somebody. Um, and, like, the window right above. So, Jason, you know where uh, I sit my beanbag at and stuff mm-hmm. that I like to sit on. To, like, play games and stuff. Yeah. That window right above it, something just came and like banged on it. I thought a bird had flew into it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty low <laughs> spot. It is. It's very low. <laughs> but I was like, did a bird just fly into my window? <laughs> and I was like out like looking around, didn't see anything. I was like, that was freaking loud. <laughs> 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 yeah, so I don't know. There's, <clears throat> there's a bunch of stuff that happens. And then on top of that, it was one day I was washing clothes uh, at the same house, and this is right after like the first big thing that happened. So, the first big thing that happened was I was getting ready to leave, go to work, and I always mess with my thermostat, turn it up because it's like the summer. I always turn it up before I left so it wouldn't run all day. Try to save some money because your boy's broke. Um, and I turn around for my thermostat, and I have my club, my golf club, sitting in the corner. All of a sudden, I see my putter pick up and then slam back down my bag. I'm like, what was that? And so, like, <laughs> like me being like, like, oh, it was nothing. Like, it's probably some air or something like that. Like, air's going to pick up a freaking golf club. But I start feeling around it to see if there's, like, any, like, wind flow, like, or anything pushing or pulling or anything like that around that bag. And there's hmm. nothing. I sit there and look at it. I start noticing the towels are moving. I'm like, why are they moving? It looks like somebody is like taking their hand and running it through it and pulling it and just letting it go. Mm-hmm. And it does that for about three minutes, two or three minutes. And I was literally getting my phone out to take a video of it to send it to you. And I just could not find my phone. I think it was sitting on the couch, something like that. And But I didn't want to like turn away see because I was afraid it was going to stop. Right. Because I wanted to make sure, like, I was not just seeing something that wasn't there. Mm. But it was both, like, off towels. Because I have two or three of them on my bag. And it was two of them that were doing it. And the other one was just sitting there. Mm. And so that happened. Uh called my parents tell them about that. Because they know about all the weird stuff that happens at their house. And they was like, well, you know, just kind of let us know if anything else happens. So a week later, I go, I'm washing clothes. Um... And my laundry room's, like, right behind my kitchen. And I keep my laundry detergent on a shelf above my washing machine. So I throw a little clothes in, throw my laundry detergent in there. And I always close the door because that washing machine's super loud. I close the door, getting water out of my fridge. I'm sitting there for a minute. And I hear something, like, bang against my washing machine. I thought I might have, like, offloaded or something like that. So I go in there and look. And my washing detergent's sitting on top of my washing machine, like, perfect like it's not like slumped over or anything like it could have fell it was sitting perfectly right in the center of my wash machine and i was just like you know if you're gonna be here you might as well do some chores you know make, <laughs> earn your key all detergent in the wash machine <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah and i didn't tell um the person that was watching that movie with me about that experience until after all this had happened with her hearing somebody walking upstairs and everything else. 
It makes a lot of sense why, you know, you go to her house more often than she goes to your house. That makes a lot more sense now. Well, that's about to change with uh, the gas prices. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Your boy can't afford no $80 tank of gas the last three days. Yeah, it's getting up there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm afraid I'm going to have to get gas before um, we leave out of here tomorrow. Yeah, more than likely. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jason, tell us why you believe in ghosts. All right, so just to kind of start off, something that I believe would make me kind of a skeptic, and this is something that I've talked with Bobby very briefly and and haven't talked to a lot of people about, but uh, I personally have sleep paralysis, and uh, I've realized I had sleep paralysis late in high school and everything. You know, it's, it's very minor. I don't have it, you know very frequently um but that being said you know i actually did have a the my sleep paralysis demon said hi this week uh so you know always always a good time dealing with that hi how are you exactly like not to not to touch too deep on my sleep paralysis but literally i felt like I, I, i typically sleep in my stomach and i'm sleeping facing the wall like right at the edge of the bed I felt like someone crawled over me and then like landed in the bed beside me and so like my eyes are open but of course like with sleep paralysis your body is not able to function and anything and I'm just seeing this just when your roommates I I I wish it was (laughs) honestly but but what I see is like a very blurred image of you know a, a a feminine figure laying beside me and everything and like I said, it, it's very blurry, you know, this image that I'm seeing. And finally, like, as I'm gaining control of my body, I just fling, like, my arms in the direction of this thing that I'm seeing. And, of course, like, as I'm able to gain control of my body, it's no longer there. But, of course, you know, you, you wake up to that at 3 a.m. You're kind of awake for the rest of the day. But hey, I, you have to ghost hose, too, now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the, the, the kind of kind of women you, you you don't want to be around um but those lot lizards oh god <laughs> but uh I, I i say all that to say you know that typically that might make someone you know into being a skeptic but i have other stories that you know do make me a believer in that some of that we've touched in the una episode with priscilla at the university of north alabama being in my office late at night and everything the the motion activated lights turning on and off and even one day whenever i was leaving the the guc where my office was real late one night i you know swore up and down i heard a a female voice in the the stairwell the stairwell lights were off and i'm like what the crap like what's what's going on there should be no one here it's like midnight 1 a.m and so i go up the stairs stair lights activate as soon as I go into the stairwell and then I get to the second floor of the GUC and as soon as I walk out into the landing and everything those lights turn on and I'm like there is no one in this building right now except for me and so of course I was like all right that that's kind of creepy I'm just gonna go ahead and mosey on out of here but um kids can't be you no more but I think for me the the biggest incident that really made me a believer was it it, it kind of seems comical when i say, tell the story but like whatever actually happened was like i said what made me a believer but i used to work at a laser tag place uh in my early college years we uh we had a lobby area and then the actual arena was pitch black except for red lights because red helps you see in the dark and so Every time we were back there, lady and lady and red. Every time we were back there, and like I said, the floors were black, the walls were black, the the roof was, the ceiling tile was black, and everything. So it's really dark back there. And I remember talking to the owners. It was a married couple, both former Marines and everything, both saw action. And I remember talking to them one day, as you know, a a new hire, being like, "It's it's kind of creepy back there. Like every now and then, you get a sense of like you're being watched." Finally, the uh, the 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 lady uh, owner opened up to me about you know the potential of you know there being something kind of extra going on back there. And she literally looks at her husband and is like, "Should should we tell him? You know, should we should we 
try and scare this new hire, you know, do we do we keep this in wraps? And he was like, nah, let's, let's go ahead and be transparent, let's tell him. And so they told me a few instances that they had witnessed and, and showed me some of the camera footage as well. But uh, at the time, there was a vape shop right beside the laser tag place. Uh, one day, the husband leaves to, to go get food for his wife and his children, just leaving his wife there, and, and the vape owner had already closed up, was hanging out, as he usually did. And so the, the wife ends up saying, hey, I'm going to run to the back, to the bathroom real quick. Do you care to, to cover up front real quick? There was no one in there. And so she walks to the back, uses the restroom. So homeboy's just chilling up in the front, gets a call and everything. He's like, hey, like, you, do you care, you know, to just stay on the line for a minute? The, uh, the owner's coming back right now. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's fine. So he opens up the, the hallway door that shows over the arena and is the direction towards the bathroom. And he, he sees the owner coming back up. So the owner comes up, she, you know, takes the call, takes the appointment, and then she stated that the the vape shop owner keeps looking around, and she's finally like, what what are you looking for? Like, wh- why you look like you're looking for somebody? And he's like, where's that girl that was with you? And she's like, what the hell are you on about? You know, it's just me and you here right now. And he goes, no, when I yelled out to you and you were walking back from the bathroom, there was somebody, some girl walking behind you. And so, of course, that instance kind of freaked her out a little bit. They, of course, checked the arena and everything. No one's there. It's still just those two. The, another instance was, and this was the footage that they had showed me, was facing down at the, the desk. Right behind it was a, a board that was black, but it was reflective as well. And the, the motion-activated cameras turned on real late at night one night. And they were trying to figure out, you know, why did it capture this, like, 10-minute-long footage? So they're like, oh, maybe, you know, a, a car was driving through the parking lot, you know, activated or something. And as they keep watching it, in the reflection of the, the black board, it looks like there's a woman standing in the reflection of it, playing with her hair, like, as if she's straightening it. And they're like, okay, surely that's got to be, you know... Uh, uh, a figment of our imagination or you know something with the light how it's hitting it what have you but they both believe that and then when I saw the footage I believed that as well that very much so it looks like somebody is playing with their hair in front of that uh, board and so finally it gets to a point where the owners aren't coming as much me and some of the other employees are taking on more responsibility opening up and closing out our shifts to open up, we had to take a, a, a 10 to 12 foot ladder to the center of the arena, move a ceiling tile so we could turn on the uh, the stereo system. And one day, it was going to be just me and the owners. I got there early to set up everything. I climbed down that ladder, and to where I could reach out my arm behind me, it, it, I heard a female voice say, hey, as clear as absolute day. And so I turn around, and there's no one there. And so I kind of start zipping around the, the walls in the arena, and finally, like, I walk out, I'm looking for my boss's car and everything, and finally I call him, and I'm like, hey, like, quit fucking with me. And the, the husband is like, dude, calm down, what are you on about? And I'm like, I swear to God, like, it's way too early for this shit, you know, quit messing with me. And he's like, hold on, give me one second, I'm gonna send you a picture. He sends me a picture, he's still in the McDonald's drive through line. He's about 10 minutes away from work. And so finally, a few minutes later and everything, he comes in and uh, hands me some McDonald's and everything to kind of calm me down. And he goes, hey, my wife has something to tell you. And he walks off and finally she comes in and walks up to me and goes, so you've heard her too. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. And so that was a, a big instance for me and everything and like me and some of my coworkers, we had actually coined a name for her we called her a, a very inappropriate name you know we were just dumb college kids and everything but it was the sundance whore um like i said very very inappropriate name but that was the stupid college kids t- coining you know this make-believe ghost or what we believed make-believe and everything and we we came to realize that maybe she was clinging on to us because our uniform was a black t-shirt and blue jeans and everything the the reason we called her sundance blank was because of 
uh, previously that lot was an old bar called Sundance Saloon. And, you know, we, we fabricated this backstory. You know, we never found any true proof, even though there had been, you know, death in the that parking lot of the former saloon and everything. And that, like I said, the reason she was reaching out to us because she thought we were bouncers and everything. That was just the story we fabricated. But uh, some of our coworkers quit calling her that outright and everything and they were like ever since i quit calling her that like i don't feel like i'm getting messed with as much i don't feel like i'm getting stared at while i'm in the back where the other uh, the rest of us felt like the activity was increasing and so finally i get to the point where i'm like you know i'm i don't believe it you know i'm just antagonizing more and more and more and we get to a point where we were just running parties by ourselves throughout the week and everything we would always have a spotlight because the breakers to turn off all the lights in the building were in the very back. So you had to walk from the very back of the arena to the very front. So closing up for a party one night, uh, turn off all the breakers, and I'm walking back up the little half hallway so I can see the whole arena. And I got the big spotlight. I get to about the middle of the arena, and I just stop because I feel like something is burning a hole into the side of my head. And I'm just telling myself, don't look do not look and I'm literally staring at the door to where like I can see the peaks of sunlight creeping through it and I'm like don't look please do don't and finally like I got to I have to look so I slowly take the spotlight up above the half wall so I can see the whole arena and I start scanning across it and I get to the the center base and I stop on one of the the tall walls and clear as day to what I still believe is is the apparition that I have seen was half and half between the wall and a body was a female body white dress black hair no shoes clear as day and I'm just staring at it and it's staring right back at me and finally like I'm thinking you know I gotta go like I gotta get out of here and finally I, I you know get my breath back about me. I about bust through that door, leaving, run out the front door and everything, and I call my boss, and I say, hey, if you want your your business closed, you can come lock it your damn self. And, and he was like, what happened? You know, he was like, calm down, talk to me. And I was like, all I'm going to say, because I really don't want to talk about it, all I'm going to say is I saw her. And he was like, calm down, you know, let, let's talk to me about it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm not talking about it. Like, I don't want to even think about it anymore. You know, I'm, I'm done, you know. And so from that point on, like, I did not do parties by myself. I didn't open, I didn't close. There was never an instance where I was in the arena by myself. And so a few months went by and everything. I ended up getting another job elsewhere. And I'd come in time from time to time just to check with my buddies who were also my coworkers at the time. And I end up going one day and the owners were there and I walk in and everything and the wife was at the, the desk and I'm talking to her and everything and I'm like, hey, like what's going on and everything, everything good? Because I hadn't seen them in quite a while ever since I quit. And as soon as I come in, the wife gets on the walkie talkie and calls her husband and says, hey, Jason's here and everything. I'm like, oh man, like he's he's gonna come in here and he's he's gonna give me an earful you know he's 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 mad at me about something since i quit and everything which which i had of course told him you know i was quitting and did it the right way i gave him a month's notice but i was like man i'm still gonna gonna hear something about it and he comes in and he's like hey like you, you care to you care to sit down in the office with me real quick and i'm like yeah sure for sure you know no problem and i'm like yep i'm i'm about to get it he's calling me back in the office and no one else will hear him just going in on me and he, and he sits me down in the office and everything, and he goes, I want you to tell me what you saw. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? He's like, I want you to tell me what you saw because I saw her too. And I'm like, I will 100% tell you, but I know what I saw, and I want you to tell me what you saw first. And he's tell, he told me about, you know, they had ran a party by themselves. He goes back to the back, turns off the breaker, instead of going along the hallway with the half wall, he just goes through the arena. Turns off the breakers, turns right back around, and he said about 10 feet in front of him is a woman, black hair, white dress, no shoes. And he's staring right at her and everything. And she's staring right back at him. And finally he's like, you know, hey, I've, I've seen combat and, you know, in Kuwait and the Middle East and everything. 
if if this is my time, it's my time. And so he said he just marches right towards her and everything. He said as he gets close to her, she turns and starts running through the arena. He says he, he's no longer able to see her, but all he can hear is her bare feet slapping against the tile as she's running through the arena. And finally he gets up to the front, tells his wife, hey, grab the kids, we gotta go. And uh, he told me that story and everything, so of, of course I opened up to him and I said, that's exactly what she looked like. You know, and whenever I saw her, it was black hair, white dress, and the biggest thing that he told me was she was not wearing any shoes. And that was the exact same thing I saw, no shoes. So that was really the the biggest instance for me that makes me a believer of ghosts. Um, and sad to say, but not too terribly long after they told me that story, they uh, decided to close up their doors and anything, and that loose tag place is no longer there. But I'm getting I'm getting goose uh, bumps, honestly, just talking about that story. I won't even lie. Yeah, yours sounds a lot cooler than mine. <laughs> 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 but you're also. I guess you're just more traumatizing than what I've seen. Because, like, mm-hmm. my stuff happens all the time. <clears throat> and I'm just like, okay, whatever. You you know what? And, and that's something that, yes, I would agree it, it can be traumatizing. But I was talking to somebody about this the other day about how I feel that whenever me and you are going to be on site at these locations, that you're gonna try and not be antagonistic and the entire time i f- i feel i don't know but i feel as if i'm going to be just totally antagonistic as soon as i step in that door because for me i feel like that's my bar like that's my standard if i don't have that that place is haunted to me you know i need to see you i need to know that you're there for me to believe that this place is haunted yeah so so you think that even if you heard stuff like you wouldn't think it's haunted you just kind of like play it off like kind of like what we talked about before where you're just gonna try to be like okay it's probably this or this or this and i try to debunk it i mean if we go say to the old city jail and everything and i'm like hey lavinia i'm just talking shit to her and everything and then i just hear out of nowhere a female voice go hey jason fuck you um hey yeah yeah it's, that place is probably haunted um i'm be like yeah okay you got me you got me Liv. you got me the box here r.i.p Liv. i got you yeah because i don't know because like how i am with like the house living now i'm just kind of like you know it is what it is at this point like no point in getting upset over it or getting scared about it because again, if they're gonna live in my house, they start pulling their weight, doing some chores, <laughs> something. Because <laughs> the rent is too damn high. Everything's gone up, including <laughs> your rent. <laughs> if it's up and it's up and it's up and it's stuck, I wish it get stuck at some point. It's just gonna keep going up. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So to to go ahead and jump into the second question, I know we spent a, a good bit of time on the first but for the second question what was your inspiration for the podcast i was kind of running through the back story of all this um so jason you can kind of jump in wherever absolutely so what was it covid we talked about doing this before covid hit mm-hmm. i'm sure and you know it was like you know i think it's because we watch all these ghosts like shows stuff like that it was like you know what if we did a show where I, we might put it on YouTube or something like that, where we just go to all these haunted places and just, like, do our own investigation. Because, I mean, there are some, but there's not, like, a ton out there. And it was like, you know, what if we did that? And then COVID hit, and it seemed like everybody and their brother was uh, <laughs> doing a podcast on something. Absolutely. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it's pretty rampant. And so it was like, you know, what What if we... I think you brought it up. It's like, what if we just did a podcast? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, that could actually work because I was not living, like, at this time, we were still living pretty far apart. Mm-hmm. Um, not as far as we are now, but, I mean, it's still not like we could just hop in the car and go see each other every weekend. Um, or, like, get together once a week to record a podcast yeah. or record episodes where, with a podcast, we could do it kind of remote like we've been doing on most of our episodes. Mm-hmm. We have had a few episodes where we're actually in person together. Uh, so he started talking about it. 
and was like, you know, we need to come up with a name for it. And so we were just kind of spitballing ideas, and I said, what about, what if we played off of AA meetings? Mm-hmm. And we just came up with something, something anomalies, like, or alcoholic something. Yeah, it was, and, yeah, like, it was alcoholic we, something. Yeah, it was like alcoholic something. Just kind of play off of it. And I think you finally came up with anomalies because I'm an idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the bad part was is like you said, we've seen so much, you know, media on paranormal stuff, and it took us forever. We we had the idea of like, you know, what if we did this podcast and you know we try to take ghost hunting and supernatural in a light-hearted manner you know something that's really not as done and we were like you know yeah we we add alcohol to it you know we also kind of script that as you know the belief that you're more likely to see paranormal activity in a weakened state and anything what better weakened state than to fabricate it with alcohol you know and, and being drunk and so we we're like cool you know you shot out the idea of you know tying it into to AA and we, we, alcoholic was you know the easy part and then me and you are just freaking morons and <laughs> and and we can't figure out you know anomalies and anything we still can't spell it by no means but <laughs> yeah I had to get my uh, my spell check out every time I try to do a post on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> even worse is we misspell alcoholic sometimes like <laughs> Well, you know, it depends on how many drinks we've had that night. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, so we started off with that, and then we were going to do where I think the idea was based on a different podcast on what we kind of got these ideas from now, was we were going to do like a script where like we were going to act out scenes and stuff like that from anomalies that, what was it, that other people came up with yeah like we were gonna start with like doing this scripted on-site story that we we fabricated and everything and we kind of get the ball rolling with some of our creative genius which is not a lot um but then hopefully getting some of the people in the community to kind of give us feed us ideas and we just kind of extrapolate on those and so like i guess a good idea but me personally and not an actor. <laughs> so I was like, I would butcher this so bad. <laughs> so I think I just threw out the idea. I was like, you know what? What if we just got some locations together? And by we, I mean you, Jason. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we just kind of talk about the history of it and everything. Because the idea behind all this is, you know, we're going to have the episodes that we do now. Um, like all these different locations, basically over the history and everything of it. Um, talk about it while drinking, so we can kind of just like have fun with it. And then the idea was to do a location because we were like originally going to do a Tuesday Thursday podcast, mm-hmm. where the Tuesday we talked about the Thursday we're actually on location at these places and actually doing our own investigation. And just be kind of recording it uh, from there. But, I mean, we was going to start off small. Um, I mean, for us, it had been like the UNA one, um, doing UNA, uh, Shiloh. I guess that's really it, because I think the other ones were like out there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to, but... to, to kind of jump in, um, to kind of save some of that for, for the next question, kind of we're bleeding into that one a little bit, but... To, to kind of take back to just the pure inspiration, like you've kind of talked about, you we watched a lot of media together on uh, Paranormal Activity, you know, we watched uh, Ghost Adventures together all the time, we've seen BuzzFeed Unsolved, I showed you Haunter from Rooster Teeth, yeah, and we watched all this stuff together, and, and we, honestly, we watched Ghost Adventures. One, it, it's fascinating to learn about the history of these locations, but two, we, we, we like to poke fun of how fabricated it feels. And in, even South Park has, you know, made fun of Ghost Adventures and everything. And it, it, it's, it's comical to us, and that's kind of 
where we started bleeding in and, and as we watched uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved where they have their comical moments and Haunter where they have their comical mo- moments. And we were like, well, what if we just did that, but we did that the entire time? You know, we don't have our moments. We have, you know, basically the whole thing is supposed to be comical. Uh, but you can still kind of learn about a location or an entity and everything as we go through it, you know, and that was really where we, we spun with the idea. Um, but Bobby, kind of what you were bleeding into, the third question being what made you want to start a podcast and to to jump back into that, I think it was, you know, we wanted to start with the podcast so we could bring saying hey this is our product to these locations and say would you guys mind if we record on site at your location instead of us just some schmucks off the 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 street and everything coming and saying hey can i get drunk in your location and you know uh record and see if i can find some ghosts it's like oh, okay no fuck off you know get out of here um but yeah because my biggest thing too is like we want to be different than like any other like paranormal kind of show where we was like thinking about it's like you know what's one thing that none of these people do on any other shows and that is drink that's <laughs> what yeah. they're doing all the be, be um, drunk morons you know looking for ghosts that's <laughs> that's our whole identity that's that's what we created this show for like yeah so i mean that was like our big thing was just trying to be something different um it wasn't the fact that I was like, you know what, we just love drinking, like, we're just going to do it every day, but... I mean, I don't know about all that, but... <laughs> I'm saying, like, that's what I, what it was when we started it. It was just more like, you know, nobody else is doing this. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure we can find a, like a niche, 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 niche. same thing. Uh, yeah, I've heard it pronounced 40 different ways, but that's also because I'm from Mississippi. Um, kind of like finance. Yeah, finance, yeah, yeah whatever. Uh, <laughs> but it's just wanting to do something that's different to stand out from everybody else. Because, um, I mean, if you look up on YouTube, like, Ghost on there, you're going to have basically a hundred of the same things on there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all going to be like, yeah, we're going to this location, and we're just going to see what we can find. Is somebody in here? I mean... Yeah, I mean, that's what you need to do, but I don't want to be so uptight like that. And so not, I don't know, not, I don't know how to like word it, I guess. I mean, we're going to go into it and have fun with it, you know. We're not going to be so uptight yeah. and so serious with it that, you know, we, we lose the purpose of why we're there, you know. We're we're not going to go somewhere trying to find something where there's nothing to find, you know. We'll... Yeah. we'll a hundred percent walk out of a location and be like that place isn't haunted you know like we'll, <laughs> we will you know take that hot take we don't care you know and and a thousand other people who do the same thing can disagree with us but that will be our opinion you know i mean would we like to do this full time oh absolutely It'd be a blast because this is so much fun to do like i remember after we recorded our first episode me and jason looked at each other's like you know what, at this point, I don't even care if we make any money off this. This is so much fun just to do. Like, oh, 100%. And we, we, like, we talked about it, too. It was like, how many people do you think it's going to be for us to be successful? Like, how many listens on the first one? Hmm. I think I said, like, 15 or 20. Yeah, yours was, was like, 15 or 20, and, and mine was 10. And, you know, like you said, after we got done with that episode, we were like, we don't care if we make money off this. You know, we don't care if anybody even listens, honestly. We're just having so much fun with this. Like... Uh, you know, we, we, we do this, you know, for the listeners and everything, but at the same time, you know, there is some selfishness here that, you know, we're doing this because we're having fun doing it. Yeah. And so I guess that was like our big thing is like, you know, COVID can't really do anything. You know, what can we do that's like still getting kind of hanging out, like maybe even virtually, but like still being able to do something that is somewhat productive. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I can think of other things that we do that's a whole lot worse. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, we, we could dive into a lot of other things, but to kind of touch, you know, I, like I said, my my goal for the first episode was 10 listens. Yours was 15 to 20, and we have 100 listens on that first episode. So yeah, great, that's great. greatly appreciate, you know, all our listeners and everything and, and all the positive feedback we've gotten. But, I mean, it's astronomical, you know, it, it, those those numbers, you know, aren't, 
large in the grand scheme of, you know, to say our competition by no means, but I mean, that's something that we are so proud of, you know? (laughs) Yeah, to us, it's like a million listens, like... I remember whenever we broke 20, I was like, what is going on? Dude, we were freaking out, dude. Like, you thought we made it big. You thought we were going to get a star in freaking Hollywood. Like, <laughs> You know what? Call, call the president. We're in there. <laughs> we're in here. Mr. President, we got him. <laughs> yeah. Like Jason said, like we definitely appreciate everybody. Um, especially all the support and everything we get all the all the feedback that we get on how we can make things better um how like any topics y'all want us to cover like that we appreciate all of that because we want to take that in consideration because like he said it is ultimately for y'all but we are being selfish because it is so much fun Hmm. to go ahead and dive into the the fourth question and i think you've probably kind of touched on it already but what was your favorite episode you've recorded thus far Can I have more than one? <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say my, my all-time favorite, and then I'm going to say like my most recent favorite. Okay, so so I'm, I'm going to have two. Okay. I'll have one for like most fun to do, mm-hmm. and the other one's the most interesting one that we did. Mm-hmm. Well, the most fun was definitely the first one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Old City Jail. Um, just because we didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. I mean, um, we still don't, let's be honest, but... Yeah, um... Didn't know what we was doing. We have a better idea now. It's mm. still not great, but yeah, by no means. Yeah, um, old city jail for that reason, um, and plus because we were there on like a wedding weekend. It was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and record now. Two <laughs> <laughs> <Like> a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that was so much fun doing that one, yeah. and I, I could not stop. I couldn't stop laughing. I mm. guess it was fine. Like, it was hilarious. Mm. Um, yeah, I might not have thought it was that funny, but to us, it was great. Hilarious. <laughs> um, and then the most interesting one, um, which I already hit on it, when we actually recorded it, recorded it, recorded it, recorded <laughs> it, <laughs> um, was the Axe Murder House. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jason? For for me, I would have absolutely have to agree. You know, the the old city jail episode is is my all time favorite because we is something kind of behind the the screen and everything. We don't take cuts in our our podcast and everything. It's it's all improv. We we never really talk about you know, hey, let's talk about this and something that we've alluded to in our episodes is Bobby has no idea what I'm gonna talk about in the episode until i say it in the episode like he has no idea until i announce it at the very beginning and so that's except for one instance and that was uh the most recent episode um the hotel yeah cecil hotel and 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 the reason for that one was just because i wanted to extrapolate to bobby and hunter about how disturbing that place was and you know like i said in that episode that place even disturbed me whenever i was doing my research and anything i was like man i've never felt this way before doing this research but uh bold city jail i mean it was such a phenomenal episode in in our minds and everything we literally did that in one take yes there's editing here and there but i mean really it's just cleanup that's all i really did in that episode i mean editing for that episode all in all it took me like five minutes it was super clean you know it was perfect in essence and like you said we had so much freaking fun with something we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into and that really kind of set the standard for us going forward and even the uh like the shreveport that was a bonus episode we we after we were done recording that episode we were like this doesn't meet our standard you know, and we're like, we're fine to release this as a bonus told, episode, but I literally told Jason, I was like, Jason, I was right before we even finished recording, I was like, Jason, this episode sucks. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was not to you know the the point we wanted every episode to be because we felt like we set the bar so high for ourselves with that first episode, and I I really think we did, and we've. Like Bobby said, we've been able to build upon this creation that we've done, and you know we're going to continue to build upon it and get better. But uh, two two other episodes I, I want to mention was 
the Cecil Hotel episode, our longest episode, uh, was was a lot of fun for me personally um, because we did have an additional guest, Hunter, who is going to be a Future Han Productions host of future podcasts. And having that third person, I really felt like we dived so much more into to the madness and everything, and it was so much more chaotic. and And honestly, I I loved the chaos of that episode. You know, the someone else might disagree with me that they like more structure, but the chaos I I lived in that. I loved every single second of that episode. And there are even parts where we edited out and everything where we're like basically screaming at each other and everything. <laughs> but it was even even then, you know, when whenever we're doing things like that, it it's playful and everything. We never mean anything about it. You know, we're I honestly I don't think I've ever been mad at Bobby. I don't think Bobby's ever been mad at me. I could be wrong. But... Oh no, I, I've never have. Like we were roommates for a year where mm-hmm. we would come home. Because we worked at the same place. Mm. <laughs> Come home, we start yelling at each other for no reason. We're like, hey, you know what? You're the one that didn't want to wake up from work this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just start, you know, these pissing matches for no reason. Our, our third and then we light up the grill and, like, grill some pork chops, you know? Yeah, uh, <laughs> grill, grill some pork chops, drink a few beers, and, you know, do it all over the next day. <laughs> like, our, 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 our third roommate, you know, was... was several times concerned like like are you mad at bobby or asking bobby are you mad at jason it's like no we're we're just kidding around like just us being us you know oh even in our group chat where uh yeah we had one it was like what two or three weeks ago where me and you were just going at each other and hunter was like are y'all okay yeah he was like are y'all are y'all for real mad at each other and we we're like no not at all i've been laughing this entire time <laughs> We're we're just straight roasting each other, but it it's just how we interact with one another. Get out of my head. <laughs> uh but but the last episode I wanted to touch on was it, it was honestly like a trial and error for me episode. It was the episode of Hug and Molly. It was I had written because I like we've kind of touched on but not too in depth. So I do all the script writing, all the recording, all the editing and everything. I for... do nothing. That show up. <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bobby's the improv um, for our episodes. But I, I have these two different lists of full, what I call full episodes and short episodes to where I thought maybe we could do an episode where it's two different short you know, instances or locations. And Hug and Molly was supposed to be that. And then we get into recording Hug and Molly, and, and my script was super short for that episode. And, and we got, you know, once the episode was done, we looked at each other and we're like, that's a full episode. Like, that's not a half episode by no means. That's a that's a full-fledged episode. So Because that one was supposed to be with Shreveport, right? Yeah, yeah, that was, but we were supposed to combine that one with Shreveport, and it, it just worked out to where it was going to be a standalone. Yeah, you can't beat that, uh... Meeting two sides and a hug on the- <laughs> <laughs> Good old South Alabama. <laughs> I will say, like again, Jason does everything on this. I just gotta show up. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I, I could not do this podcast without you, but I again, I just show up. Uh, <laughs> really, I, I always sit down on my computer, pull up whatever we're gonna record on, and then I pull up my notes, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And then I was put like episode three, and then right in the intro, like he'll say the name of the place, and I'll just type it in. So, if you can right. spell it, yeah. If I can spell it, <laughs> words are hard. <laughs> Word, words are hard in general, and then you add alcohol to it. It's just you're not getting it right. Okay, look, I'm not winning any spelling bees anytime soon. I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> we so. suck at Wordle. It's kind of proof yeah. of our ability. Gosh, the one today I was like batch latch. Match Catch. and watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got get, screwed today. It's like get out of here. Skedaddle, skedaddle. <laughs> um, there was one other episode that I really liked. I think that one was the Catacombs because we went up to the karaoke bar right before we came. Yeah, you were very um, much in a singy mood that night. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, you know, whenever the the music's going, you gotta be at Kanye every now and then. Just throw it out there. <laughs> and it was super late too. It was like two two thirty, I want to say, when we were recording. Like I think because somebody drove me back home, and I think she got me back home at like three a.m. <laughs> yeah, it was that so was late. Late. And I was trying to stay awake. She didn't know where she was going. And I just threw away support by GPS. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just go straight. I'll let you know when it turns. <laughs> and passes out. Misses the turn. <laughs> well, luckily it's a straight shot for the most part. <laughs> right, and as so I say that, she is passed out now. <laughs> hey, fair enough. Luckily you ain't got to drive nowhere, so. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. So to jump into the fifth question, uh, it's how hard is it to start a podcast? And so I'll, I'll kind of take the lead on this one. So yeah, you handle all that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for for us getting started and everything, like like we've kind of touched on. So we had this idea, and then it's like, okay, how do we make this idea reality? And you know, that that to us was you know the the one percent thing. You know, ninety nine percent of people have the idea one percent of people actually you know do the you know see the idea through and so we we started doing the research and everything and was really diving into different you know recording systems you know using craig on discord using obs using anchor using uh, audacity and so throughout you know trial and error you know finding the right mic uh to use because there was one episode two two or one or two episodes to where my audio was was shit honestly just because i was still learning how to set up my mic correctly and getting all that figured out and and even even our our past recording you know we still had difficulty using you know some of our applications and everything but it's one of those things we've kind of figured out as we came along with it and in, in the grand scheme of things, is it hard? I would say absolutely not. You know, it's, it, yeah, you're going to have to do your research to do it. But, I mean, if you put the time and commitment into it, it's it's a very easy process. And just finding what works for you is the biggest thing. Um, and then once, once you do, you get to kind of enjoy the product you make. Um, it is difficult. It, it's increased in difficulty whenever you are recording, like we've talked about virtually between me and Bobby versus whenever we're together and everything that's super easy but you, you know we've we've found a way throughout all this and honestly we've like we've touched on we've had just so much fun doing it and so yeah that little bit of a headache in the beginning is is nothing compared to you know not even the success we've had but just how much fun we've had doing this and i i would say too to go along with that i think it would be whoever you do it with if you do it by yourself I mean, I could never do that. I could not just sit around and just listen to myself talk to mm-hmm. myself, basically. So if we're going to do it with somebody, I think it's going to be, like, who you do it with also determines how hard it's going to be. Because, like, if you have somebody that's, you know, not going to put a lot of input in there. Because, I mean, we do have some episodes where I don't really put much into it. Mm-hmm. Like, Shreveport, I could not come up with anything. Yeah. Because, like I said, mine's just all off the top of my head i say what's ever on my mind and then yeah, if we can't, use it, we can't use it <laughs> we can't use it can't use it and then if we can keep it in it is what it is mm. um so that's why i said tree fort sucked for me because <laughs> i could not think of anything to put on there besides like you know was it close to and then just making jokes here and there but it's nothing like it was for um Old City Jail. You couldn't make really any jokes about the Axe House. Just me personally, I couldn't. Just because like, I'm so like invested in that one. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones, I mean, they just kind of roll. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it just depends. I mean, like I said, not all your episodes are going to be like, home runs. And I think it would be unrealistic to think that they would be. So, I mean... If you're going to have, again, I think it's just depend on who you do it with. Because, I mean, Jason makes it really easy for me because, again, I just show up. And <laughs> I just click on my notepad. <laughs> <laughs> but also me and him, like, we've been doing something like this. Not, like, technically on a podcast, but, like, just having conversations like this. 
ever since we've known each other. So we just yeah. kind of put it to recording is all we did. Yeah, we'll we'll call each other and, and we'll just have these improv improv conversations that last sometimes thirty minutes of you know one of us being a customer and the other being you know a a, a owner of a business or a salesman of a business and and just going through this very idiotic motion of selling some fabricated product you know and but it, it's just something we have fun with you know we just dick around doing these things and we're like hey let's let's, let's do this you know and and see where it takes us because like our thing is like most of our stuff is basically like a conversation because like mm-hmm. that's all like we talk about our like this kind of stuff all the time anyways uh and we don't really change up like how we're talking just because it's a podcast Mm-mm. like we literally were sitting here before we started recording this we talked for i think it was an hour yeah, <laughs> absolutely we just sit here just talking just shooting the wind you know just like whatever and then it's like okay it's time to record okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and, that, and on that like you said you know we were talking for a good solid hour and then we start recording and like the cadence doesn't change you know like we just focus in on one thing but you know we're still just having our conversation between each other i think the hardest part is just like like he said probably find the software but the other one would be just find the time to do it um which we always do ours on like on the weekends that way we ain't gotta worry about trying to get up early the next day or we can kind of go as late as we need to Hmm. um because like i said most of the time we're recording these podcasts, it's super late. <laughs> yeah. Because we're sitting there talking for the first hour about just random crap. <laughs> yeah, even right now it's one thirty a.m. So. Yeah. Gotta love it. <laughs> Gotta love it, and we and we do. Luckily, we do. Um, but yeah, just to to kind of finalize on that one, like I said, it, it's a time commitment. But I mean, as long as you're having fun with it, who cares? You know. I, I'd much rather be doing this than just watching TV or playing video games, honestly. But uh, to, to jump into our final question, Bobby, are we going to keep making episodes? And if so, what's next? Well, I think that's a question for you. You're the one that has to write the script and everything. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That, that, that's a fair point. And so most certainly we are going to come back with the season two. Uh, we are going to take a short break. Uh, after this episode as we focus in on uh, Hunter's podcast that he's going to be hosting which is Serial Time, a serial killer podcast to where Hunter Strickland will be the host and I will be the co-host within that podcast and then concluding Serial Time, a serial killer podcast from Dulahan Productions we will then move on and do season 2 of Alcoholic Anomalies and so of course you know we're, it's going to be very similar we're going to try and upgrade um some of the things that we we do you know kind of taking some feedback and you know making ourselves better uh but also we hope to start you know basically applying to some of these locations and saying hey you know kind of like we touched on earlier i i have this product you know would you guys be interested in allowing us you know come on site and you know use this as a, a means not only for my product but also to kind of showcase you know what you your location is and everything and you know so hopefully hopefully we'll start to see some of that potentially in season two you know fingers crossed there but uh definitely in the future we'll be doing some on-site location with uh with our podcast of course we'll have a video with those as well but those vi- uh recordings will also be on the podcast platforms as well but yeah, that's that's kind of what we have envisioned currently. We do have other podcast ideas that will be coming in between the breaks of this podcast and the next. Um, we have a whole laundry list of other ideas we want to get going, and you know we'll kind of just see where this takes us. And one of those is if you're like chaos, there's there's one that we that we're currently working on, which I, that's one that I'm gonna be hosting. Luckily. Or unluckily, depending on how you look at it. It's going to be a lot of chaos, for sure. Uh, Absolutely. But that one's going to be coming in the near future as well. Um, and it's not going to do anything with ghosts, either. It's just going to be kind of us just talking crap at each other, basically, for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
uh, I don't I don't know if you want to go ahead and share the name of that one yet or not. We can kind of keep that one close to chest, but it's up to you. But uh, we can go ahead and uh, throw it out there. So it's going to be called Devil's Advocate. So basically, the idea behind this one is going to be I'm going to come up with some topics, and they're going to be some of those are going to be kind of controversial, just to see which sides uh, the other two co-hosts. I don't know if you want to say who's in that yet or not, but uh, the other two co-hosts to see which sides they take. And we're basically going to be drawing straws of a hat to see who has to side with the unpopular opinion on it. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I'm so excited for, for that upcoming podcast is because I feel like within Alcoholic Anomalies and Serial Time, I'm, I'm very much more mild-mannered, very, you know, I don't want to say monotone, which I might, I might come across that way, but I'm, I'm very positive emotion or the lack thereof uh having no emotion to where with alcoholic anomalies i'm gonna be able to get into that that rage that that fake rage i have towards bobby or hunter or anything to where rage, rage, rage. rage to where the, the listener might think i'm actually really pissed off at bobby but i'm not you know it's and we're gonna be dying laughing the entire time. <laughs> like we've talked about that's just how me and bobby communicate sometimes we just get in this pissing match at each other <laughs> oh it's gonna be so much fun though i'm excited for that one i'm so excited yeah um yeah, we'll just have to see about going on location for um, Alcoholic Anomalies, which I don't know how profound they're going to be to uh, alcohol being brought on the premises of some of these places, but, you know, teach their own. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go along. Who knows? Jason might be carrying around a bunch of flask. <laughs> exactly. What they don't know won't hurt them. Yeah, we'll just hope they didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what what they don't know might be, you know, possible uh, liability. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll sign a waiver. <laughs> we'll, we'll sign a ten, a uh, hundred page waiver. Just skip to the end. It's like reading the terms and conditions on Apple. You know what? Just skip me to the end. I'll sign whatever. <laughs> give me to the end. <laughs> you might have just told me that I gotta give you my firstborn, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is actually in the Apple contract, but I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like you know what your firstborn has to work for Apple at some point. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> Apple's Four. listening on this conversation, by the way. I hope so. <laughs> you know what? Give me a job. <laughs> Honestly, I'll take it. Or how about this? How about this? We already have a job. You sponsor us. <laughs> First sponsor, Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Going all out. <laughs> all out. So, uh, on this new iPhone 13, uh... <laughs> you can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcast, Alcoholic Anomalies, and other podcasts by Doolahan Productions. And here's our second, uh, our second sponsor is, uh, Verizon, because if you get the unlimited everything plan, it includes Apple Podcasts, so you can listen to us <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> we, 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 are, we are currently not sponsored by these people, but if you guys are listening, please, uh give us money that'd be appreciated and you know what you know what let's go ahead and throw this out there but light if you want to give me some more of these uh hard <laughs> sodas that'd be fantastic <laughs> these things are amazing <laughs> these hard sodas that kind of taste like sprite Mm-mm. so we got classic cola it actually tastes like coke we got cherry coke's pretty good and then we have one that's uh citrus soda and it tastes like mellow yellow <laughs> yeah i'm gonna have to try these bubs Dude, I'm telling you, they're good. <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> I'm going to bring the rest of them back. I'm going to throw them in the truck. It's like 20 degrees snowing outside. They'll stay cold. Those, yeah, <laughs> they'll definitely stay cold. <laughs> throw them in the back of the truck, and then just bring them on back with me. <laughs> you can't get these in Kentucky. I'm ticked. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I just happened to find these in Tennessee. I was like, huh. I'm definitely giving these a try. <laughs> Speaking of Tennessee, you're the only ten I see. Okay, anyways, um, being a Mississippi, you're in the Mississippi. Oh wait, what? <laughs> Spe- speaking of Alabama, are you are you my cut? I mean, what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but Bobby, those were all the questions I had. I don't know if you've had any personal interaction or any any other questions we may not have touched on, or potentially we could save those for our second. You know, the circle after hours. It's totally up to you. Let's save them for the next time, because I don't think I really had any um, 
I think most of them are just about, because as you may know, I run the Instagram page. I tried doing Twitter, but for some reason I just can't do Twitter. Um, but I think most of the questions I had on there were about the episode or about future episodes. I'm pretty sure most of them are about the Cecil Hotel. So, uh, we already covered that one. Um, I've, actually, I want to take it back. I think every single question was about the Cecil Hotel because the last question I got was, is this the same hotel that they reference in American Horse Story? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Hey, thank you, Hunter. Yeah, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that show is, uh, <laughs> I'm sure it's a dud. You know, <laughs> yeah, nobody watches that show by no means. It's it definitely didn't have you know famous singer songwriter Lady Gaga or anybody like that in it. You know, who's Lady Gaga? Oh, by the way, if uh, you get us to 10,000 followers on Instagram, I actually get a bonus from Jason. I don't know what that bonus is, but uh, <laughs> yeah, probably. Bobby gets a hefty bonus if if we get to ten thousand followers, um, which which is funny since we're we're co-owners in this that I'm giving a co-owner <laughs> a bonus, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. Uh, I get your paycheck, huh? <laughs> basically, that that's gonna be your bonus, actually. Oh, twenty five cents. Oh, you're you're funny. <laughs> Two point five cents. Oh. Oh. Forgot taxes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but speaking of taxes, Bobby, I'll go ahead and close out this episode. I'll 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 take the reins this this one time and this one time only. I figured because so, I didn't have my nuts pulled up. <laughs> <laughs> I got it memorized. What you on about? Huh? Well, that's, yeah, let's hear it. Here you say it, like, the Constitution. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so a disclaimer: Please drink responsibly. And if you or a loved one suffer from depression or suicidal tendencies, please contact the United States National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. Help is available, and we love all of our listeners.